0: On today's Martech Zone interviews, I am interviewing On today's Martech Zone interviews, I am interviewing Lindsay Chepkema. Lindsay is the co-founder and CEO of Casted. It's a rich media, so podcasting and video marketing platform uh, where marketers can amplify and measure the impact of their content marketing efforts.
1: This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr.
0: Welcome back to another Martech Zone interviews on the line. And uh, of course, this is a podcast, but I can actually see Lindsay too. I have uh, Lindsay Chepkema. Lindsay, if you haven't heard of Casted, um, uh, you will hear all about it on this episode. But Lindsay, first of all, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. This is exciting.
0: It is exciting, and, <laughs> and it's the reverse, right? It is. It's, it's the last time you interviewed me way back. Uh, you were working for uh, you were running the podcast series for Imarsis, right?
1: I was, yeah, marketer and machine back in the day.
0: Yeah, and that was a fantastic, I and i mean this honestly. That was a fantastic series. Uh, you 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 really got a diverse audience on there, and I loved how you absolutely spoke to people. Uh, outside of the fringe of exactly what you guys were doing, um, so um, yeah. it, it was a it was a pleasure to be on your show. Hopefully, it's as much of a pleasure for you to be on mine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no this is this is super fun this is it's like full like coming 360 because it's uh it it is in very many ways you were part of neither one of us knew it at the time but kind of the the prequel to casted and so this is very exciting yeah
0: well if I could take I I won't take any of that credit because you have (laughs) uh, uh obviously you had a vision uh you had a purpose uh and then you uh headed in the right direction and I personally feel like you've um you, you just hit the market right when it needed it too. Uh, obviously minus COVID, of course. Um, Other than that, yeah. But, but yeah. B2B wasn't really a, a key you know, strategic um, initiative when it came to podcasting and, uh, and now video. But, um, but at the time, I don't think it was really seen as much of a, a powerful medium. There was, the, there was people like me that ran my own publication you know, uh, systems but as far as B2B companies actually starting their own podcast, it was fairly new at the time, right? It
1: it was, it was. And the reason I got into it at all and started the show um, at Amarsis that you were on was because I was such a fan of podcasts and I was getting so much as a a leader, as a marketer um, out of podcasts that I was applying into my day-to-day work. And I was like, okay, wait, if this is, if this is good for me, it's gotta be beneficial to others. And yeah, I think we have the opportunity to kind of get, get ahead of things and kind of own the space. And now here we are just a couple of years. I mean, we launched that and we started planning it in 2017, launched it in 2018. And here we are in 2021 and it's, it's exploding and I could see it. I could feel it coming. And we did get asked like, Hmm. B2B is that going to be a thing? Especially, you know, some of those early investor conversations, is that going to be a thing? I was like, yes, it's, yeah. going to be, it's already a thing. It's already here. And and here we are. It's, it's huge. Why
0: why why do you think that is? Because I, I almost still feel like that. To, I feel like, you know, podcasting, especially in B2B, I feel like has just exploded. Uh, the number of shows has exploded. Uh, the number of listens obviously has exploded. But there's still kind of this subset of people out there that, you know, maybe question it as a medium. Why do you think that is?
1: Why, do, why is it exploding or why is it, uh, why are people questioning it? Yeah. Why do people so.
0: underestimate it?
1: <laughs> well, okay. So the, uh, I'm going to get on the soapbox here. So 15 years as a marketer, that, that's my, it's been my life. Um, I kind of grew up with content marketing, right? I, I started my career early 2000s when content marketing, of course, you know, all of us know the case studies from way, way back. Content marketing has been a thing for a long time, but it really started to come into its own early 2000s. That's when I became a marketer. And so I saw it be this thing. Where it's like, oh, there's this thing called a blog and businesses can do it. And you can talk to your audiences in real time. And so that's, that's really been the whole premise of content marketing. And then, then SEO came in around it and then, op, you know, optimization and, you know, conversion rate optimization and all of these things were built on the foundation of blogging. And then, you know, over time, certainly not for everyone, this is over generalizing, but I think a lot of people have this mentality of like serving algorithms before audiences And, and audiences know that and algorithms know that too. And so now, regardless of the pandemic, but accelerated because of the pandemic, people want connection. People want connection with, with other people and with the brands, which are people that they, they buy from and they work with. And that's, that's absolutely true for consumerism, but it's also true for B2B and, you know, podcasts create audio and video, create a connection that no other content can like, you know, that I know that everybody who's listening to your show right now, whether they are aware of it is like consciously aware of it or not is, is creating more of a connection with you and me because they're, they're in on this conversation. We're inviting them to listen in. And those, the brands that get it and the brands that see that, and those that are kind of taking advantage of it now are the ones that are going to win. It's those that are holding on to the playbook that we've all had for the last 15 years, antiquated as it may be. Um, because that's, that's what they know. That's what they do. They have metrics built around it. They have, you know, they have the machine is running, Strong and it's like, but how do I change that? What do I measure? What do how do I how do I make a change? And uh, we've got to answer those questions. But the opportunity certainly is in reaching audiences before algorithms, Um, not instead of, but before.
0: I love that. I I think that's a. uh, I I hope you trademarked that somewhere. (laughs)
1: I think if I say it enough, maybe people will, will remember me when they hear it. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I think you're absolutely right. And, and even from a guy that, you know, I helped a lot of companies with SEO and and everything. And what I saw was, you know, when you wrote those, you know, back then it was the write the evergreen pieces, you know, and, and, uh, and, and they were kind of these bland kind of, uh, Unemotional, disconnected—you know—descriptors, if you will—you know, Wikipedia-esque—you know—a uh, uh, type of writing and. And so, pod uh, so blogging first. You know, the first thing with blogging was, oh my god, I can have a voice. Mm-hmm. And so now, what we saw was people that wrote emotionally and connected well, and you know, shared you know uh, things outside of uh, maybe the norm of a of a brand statement and features and benefits. Uh, they got a little bit more attention. Yeah. Uh, and, and then podcasting, in my my opinion, I'm totally obviously I love podcasting. Um, what I love about podcasting is I can hear it in your voice right now. If I'm listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast, I can hear your passion. Uh, I can hear that you've put a lot of thought into this. I can hear, you know, the, the, the emotion from your experience and everything else. And I just think that that's, that's, I I love writing. I write every Mm -hmm. single day, but I can't hit the mark on my writing like a podcast does with my voice.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, I was actually literally talking to somebody else about this this morning where it's, um, we were talking about communication styles and this is much more like leading your team and things like that, where it was like, what's the best way to communicate with, with your team? And I said, well, there is no one way, but a place to start is your comfort level, right? So start with, you know, if, if you're a talker talk, you know, record it, if you're a writer, write it, but then give, and this is absolutely true for, for any audience, whether it's internal, or external, start with where you're most comfortable but then give your audience options for how to consume it right i'm, I'm absolutely not here to yes. say that blogging is bad or seo is bad they are wonderful they are great right. tools for communicating for reaching your audience it's just somewhere along the way some priorities have gotten out of whack where it's like it's become a game it's become a machine it's become again serving the algorithms first and it's like no, no no what if what if we can go with something that's really authentic and natural and truly that's conversations like this that are audio and video. What if we start there? What if we start with a really great conversation and then ring it out, use things like transcription to create rich, rich written content that supplements the, the audio and the video version so that people have different ways to consume that conversation and, and ob- obtain that knowledge and um, be engaged in ways that that matter to them. So um I'm excited for for kind of where content marketing is going. I think that those that are are heading down this path that, um, you know, I'm, I'm calling it as amplified marketing. It's it's this next generation of content marketing that's says start with a conversation and amplify it across other channels. The brands that are doing it now and those that are starting to pick it up are the ones that are really gonna see the greatest success.
0: Well, and technology, uh, obviously you're leading the charge with Casted, but technology has caught up as well, right? And that's mm-hmm. that, you know, if we were gonna do... Um, podcasting, you know, let's say 10 years ago, right? We were probably going to have a studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we we're going to have to reserve time. We were probably going to have an audio engineer helping us. Um, we, we may or may not mix it ourselves and edit it ourselves. The, the publishing systems work clunky at best <laughs> and a nightmare at worst. Uh, you know, and I won't mm-hmm. mention any because there's some of them are still around. Yeah. <laughs> uh but it was, but it was difficult. It was mm-hmm. really difficult. And not to mention on the consumption side that you would have to you know, stick your iPod, you know, in and synchronize and, mm-hmm. and everything else. And, and so one of the things that I excites me so much is, you know, you're sitting in an office right now with a, a wonderful microphone and um, and, it's quiet. It, you don't hear any background noise because the microphone is a high quality. It probably wasn't that expensive. I'm guessing hundred bucks. You know, yeah, hundred pre-pandemic.
1: Bucks. I think it's probably hundred twenty-five now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a shortage
0: for a while. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. And and I'm the same way. I think I have like an Audio Technica. I think it was a, it was less than two hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and um and I'm in my home office. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not in a studio like I used to be and everything. Yeah. And uh and so one is the hardware now is very affordable. Um, And then of course the tool sets that's come out, you know, that, that uh, the, the tool set for editing and publishing and syndication now is, is it's a one-stop shop, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so, there's so many options. I mean, we work with, you know, mid-sized companies on up through very large enterprise businesses and, um, we're finding that even even they their their marketing teams sometimes they have one person that's kind of doing the whole thing other times they have you know a massive agency that they're outsourcing to and everything in between um, and and that's that's pretty cool the options are there to do it the way that fits with your team just like any other content right yeah um, and and what I'm what we're seeing and you know what casted really solves for is like and then what right so you create this great content in a way that works for you whether it's highly produced or really you know kind of raw and natural then what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do once you have this great conversation? How are you going to own that experience? How are you going to measure it? How are you going to amplify that conversation across other channels, get it in the hands of your sales team um, so that it does something. So it does something more than kind of go out into the world. Like how are you, how are you going to harness it and measure it? And um, yeah, I think that's That's a big one, right?
0: Well, it was like the old days, right? You could write a blog post, but if nobody's there to read it.
1: (laughs) If a blog post is published in the wild, no one's there to read it. Is it really a blog post? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's what you know, content writers eventually figured out was, oh my gosh, so now we need to take this content. We need to repurpose this content. We need to pitch it. We need to redistribute it. We need to mm-hmm. syndicate it across social media. We want it to be shared. You know, we, we learned all of those lessons, you know, back then that creating amazing content is actually, um, uh, I think, again, I'm selfish, but you know, when it comes to podcasting, I think it's fairly easy. Yeah. Um, uh, because you get these in, you know, incredible quotes from people and these tidbits of information and, and everything, but now the hard part starts, the hard part is, okay, how do I get it out to the world uh, yeah. to, to consume it? And that's where I think Casted is, is your ability to repurpose and distribute. Um, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe talk about, maybe talk about the evolution of Casted as well. And, and, uh, let's talk about the platform a little bit.
1: Sure. I'd love to. Yeah. So we, we got started, we're two years old, right? And, um, the platform isn't even two years old. That's just how long I've been, I, I've been here. Um, and we got started really with, um, with specifically B2B podcastings, meaning audio content, um, saying, how can we make something, make a, a platform that, that will, that will become very quickly, much more than a tool or a point solution, but really is a platform that serves B2B marketers, B2B marketing teams, that want to harness the power of podcasting. Let's start there. Um, Asked ourselves a lot of questions about what that means. And to your point, it started with the, okay, like there are a lot of tools for making a show. So let's start with what happens after you've made your show. So started with hosting and syndicating um, and then looking at clipping and sharing and looking at some uh, basic metrics and measurement, um, always with the thought in mind, you know, I've I've been there. of how do marketers work? Cause it's different. It's, it's, it is different than, uh, you know, an influencer who has a podcast with the purpose of growing an audience and monetizing it. That's a completely great, it's a great, but very different model. Absolutely. Um, and, and I would say the whole podcast what frustrated me at, at Amarsis with marketer and machine is that I had nothing like there with all of the tools and point solutions that existed, nothing served me and my team and what I needed to be able to share with, you know, my CMO and CEO. So we started there and said, okay, everything we do needs to serve B2B marketing teams. So we did that starting with hosting and syndicating, clipping and sharing, meaning, you know, how can the marketer pull some clips easily without an audio engineer, without lots of cycles, just get in there and and pull clips and, um, make a show page that, um, that is a, a home for that show to live. So it's the whole show and episodes. Um, and then some metrics that, that start to point to what matters for like engagement, um, and things that matter to a, to a marketer. And then it's, it's evolved over time to just become more robust and the metrics have gotten stronger and much more meaningful. We added video. Um, so we started with pod, with audio podcasts right around the first of this year, uh, we added video. And so it's not just podcasts, it's audio and video content. You know, we've seen of course, for a long time, video has been a big deal with with webinars. And, uh, you know, if if you were to go speak at a a conference uh, back in the day, remember remember those days when you would go speak (sighs) at a conference? There's (laughs) videos of it, Doug. There's actual videos of you doing that. What if you could use it? Um, So, you know, using that that content. And then, um, especially over this last year, all of the virtual events, you know, that's all content. And so it's like, What if we can capture all of that and do all the things that Casted does with audio and video content, meaning you get a transcription of every single thing that's done by a human. So you can publish it publicly and know that it's going to be accurate. And you use that transcript to empower your writers to be able to write supplemental written content um, that's a richer, deeper dive. Um, You pull clips and key takeaways and um, create really rich, meaningful um, show sites and landing pages around that content. So it gives... Your audience, not just, Hey, listen to the podcast, but come experience this content, this show, the takeaways, related content, information about the guests and hosts, how you can dive deeper. Um, And then, you know, audiograms and videograms, and you can go back, the marketer can go back and search through all that content. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to go back and search through your blog posts for something that evergreen content that you wrote five years ago. But what about this interview five years from now? You know, I'm mentioning, you know, lip balm, and you want to do a feature about lip balm. You this that's locked up inside this interview. You have no way to find it unless right. you tag it as such. But if it's transcribed and it's encasted, you can search for it and you can resurface and republish and reuse that content. Um, so all kinds of ways for for the marketer to, yes, distribute that content initially, but to get back in there, reuse it, repurpose it amplify it across other channels, get it in the hands of your sales team so they can do the same. And then metrics, of course, we've been really working on that as well to continue to provide more and more insights for marketers to say, how is this content performing? Where are people coming from? Where are people going to? What are they most interested in? That's great, that informs my mar- my marketing strategy. But also, how is it influencing revenue? How can it plug into my CRM to say, how is this content influencing pipeline, renewal rates, lifetime value, you know, deal sizes? Um, we're able to inform all of that as well, which, of course, as a marketer, is important. So, really, truly becoming a robust, you know, content marketing, sales and marketing platform that's all built on this foundation of that rich audio and video content.
0: Yeah, and I think the the killer. You know, the killer part of that is the engagement aspect of it. I, I, I used to hate people talking about engagement when it came to textual and, and websites, just because yeah. I, you know, it wasn't, it, it, it's not as emotional. Right? Yeah. And, and so when you listen to someone's, a lot of times, uh, you know, it's that old sales thing, right? People do business with people that they love or people that they want to do business with. Mm-hmm. And it's not always it's not always the features and the tech and the, you know, and the platform and the integration capabilities and everything else. It's or the that best price I,
1: or yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's boy. People. I
0: re- I really love that. I, I really love what this person is saying and they understand what I'm talking about and I like their sense of humor and uh and I You know, hear what their background is, and and so we connect. And a lot of times, I think that's lost in our KPIs, you know. And and that to me is video and audio. That's what it provides you that you can't get elsewhere. Is Mm -hmm. you do get that personal. It's one to many, right? But it's a personal connection that how you know. Um, Lindsay explained that so concisely, she understands exactly the problem that I'm running through when I'm trying to quantify to my boss, yeah. you know, what the results of my podcast are. Yeah. And I'm going to give Lindsay a call and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Casted about doing a, a demo, which everybody oh. should do here, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the ability to also share that. So what if you can go one step further and say, wow, that really resonated with me and actually share that clip with yeah. your boss and say you need to, or with your you know prospect or with your candidate um, you know so that they can experience it too.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Um let's talk about where do people go
1: to find us? Um yeah. we are at casted.us.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. And uh and then the 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 types of businesses that you um you primarily handle?
1: Yeah, we typically work with um B two B. That's kind of a broadly speaking, B two um, B, mid size companies on up through very large companies. Um, meaning, um, small businesses tend to not be the best fit for us. Um, that said, you know, never say never. We do have a few companies that have really sure. um, prioritized thought leadership and um, content strategy and and audio and video content that are wonderful, wonderful customers and love, um, love the platform. And, um, we work with marketing teams and, um, like some of our customers are, uh, drift, um, on up to, you know, PayPal and Salesforce, um, HubSpot. So, um, yeah, companies that really prioritize thought leadership and want to connect with their audiences in these rich and meaningful ways. I want to do lots with that content.
0: That's fantastic. And then at the site, people can just sign up for a demo.
1: Yep, you can sign up for a demo. Um, actually, you can talk to Podcat, which is our mascot. Yay. Um, <laughs> um, Podcat's pretty fun; you'll have a good time, a little conversation there. But yeah, that's Podcat is our is our little bot that you can interact with and ask questions, and a real person will respond.
0: So, wow, that's fantastic! Well, we yeah. will put uh, all of these links in the show notes for people as well, and then uh, and then uh, Casted has its own series of podcasts. I, I think no, we cool.
1: don't really find the value in podcasts. <laughs> We just, we don't think it's important. No, yes, of course. We've had a podcast. We're on season six um, uh, right now. And a lot of our most recent conversations are with um, existing customers, not to say, hey, how much do you love Casted? But like, why are you Drift, you know, OpenView, things like that? Why are you prioritizing podcasts? And what does that look like for you? So those, those are really great resources. But I will say too, I mean, we have... I think five or six different shows. Um, I just launched one called Casting a Vision where I get to talk to uh, leaders that really inspire me. Um, And that's a video podcast, which is pretty cool. And then we use some internal ones too around uh, when we do product releases, when I am getting ready for a board of directors meeting, like we do these internal podcasts um, for those various audiences too, which is pretty fun.
0: Well, we will put uh, all of those in the show notes. Uh, Lindsay, I, I, I I think the first time I talked to you about Casted, it was an idea right
1: you're right yeah i think
0: we met in downtown indianapolis and uh, mm-hmm. i can't congratulate you enough on your yeah. success and uh and the growth and and love seeing what you're doing i really think really think it's important to the evolution you know of b2b marketing as a whole oh and my dog said that dog too because cool. yeah, he just shook and agreed so <laughs> <laughs> thank okay. you so much for being on the show
1: Well, thank you for having me. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this team. I mean, I appreciate the kudos, but this this team has absolutely been incredible and and rock stars. So thank you on behalf of them. Absolutely. (laughs) Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.